Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Muriwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into a conversation around, uh, I guess, an extension um, of what we've been talking about of late, and that is all of the pressures uh, that are on consumers and businesses right now. You know, whether we're talking about oil prices, whether we're talking about, uh, um, you know, all the macroeconomic factors uh geopolitical tensions and the like but one of the big ones that we've literally been talking about uh week in week out uh since the start of the year is um you know some of this inflation risk um that people were worried about even before uh russia invaded ukraine there had been all of those um all of those tensions um, around uh, around inflation, and especially because you know there's more economic activity now, uh, more of the world is now opened up, and that does come um, with uh, you know a bit of inflationary pressure. We saw this week the U.S. Fed, um, if I remember correctly, they um, increased interest rates for the first time, um, you know, in a number of years, you know, just as a sign of uh, you know the times that we are in right now. So with all of that. Uh, being said, we're going to be talking about why inflation beating returns are the lifeboat that uh, you know you need um, when it comes to these uh, turbulent waters um, that we find ourselves in, and to help us to navigate you know in these waters and you know the type of boat uh, that uh, people uh, need out there. We are joined by Sonia Stain, who is the head of uh, wealth management strategy, um, you know, for private wealth uh, and business management over at Consult, um, which is by Momentum. Sonia, greetings to you today. Uh, good morning. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, be present in your, your session this morning. No, definitely. Thank you so much for being with us. Quite enjoyed. Uh, I, I think one of the things uh, that interested us in having this discussion was a piece that you wrote um, around, uh, you know, the type of boat uh, that people need, you know, the analogy uh, to to sailing, the analogy uh, from the jaws. Uh, I'm going to ask a little bit about that later on, but I think in the beginning, um, we've spoken before uh, to Momentum on this platform, so I think a lot of people um, know the Momentum name. But when it comes to your work over at Consult, uh, maybe you could give us a little bit of insight around what's going on there and you know the type of work that you guys are involved in. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Momentum Consult, uh, we've recently rebranded our business and our name is Consult. And I think that is so relevant to the journey that we take clients on to consult them on their financial planning and advice matters uh, through our franchises that we have nationally uh, in South Africa. So we've got over 300 advisors um, that specialize in certain areas. My part in the business is really to represent the wealth management, um, which incorporates a private wealth component, and that's for our high net worth clients, as well as a business component. And 
that's to ensure that we um, establish and have proper propositions that we offer to our franchises so that they are enabled and empowered uh, to help clients in their journey uh, to success within in investments, retirement planning, and all other matters relating to investment opportunities. Now, with that said, then, uh, the, the fact that you guys are investing clients, could you take us through uh, the boat analogy? I really quite enjoyed it because um, I think I remember watching Jaws. I must have been very young, you know, back in the day. So there's, you know, a couple of things that I do remember. But what I do, but more than anything else, uh, Jaws is famous for the, the, the man-eating shark, you know, that was, you know, I think we can we can even use the word ginormous or huge or humongous, um, you know, to give uh, you know to give that description. So, um, you know, what are you saying and what are we talking about when we're talking about uh, you know the jaws of inflation? Yes, I think that is a great analogy, especially um, in what we've seen in our world in the recent um, space of two, three weeks, and also the last two years, which we've seen um, with COVID uh, changing our lives tremendously in very different ways. So the boat analogy is really um, how we see investment client um, weathering the storms um, of all the challenges that we face uh, in our journey to our specific client outcome or need or where we're saving towards, etc. So um, especially for our retirement clients, you know, if you're in a boat and, and you haven't made sure that you can really weather the storms, um, even in the calm waters, um, you know, uh, it's very important to understand what you're up against and that you ensure that your boat can actually um, you know, take you to your your um, place that you need to get to uh, within a certain time, um, and that you are you, you actually get to the right destination and not ending up in in a wrong destination because of elements that you actually didn't consider and take into consideration um, on, on this journey uh, to retirement or to a specific investment outcome. With all of that, with all of that in mind, you know what you're talking about. Um, all of the different factors, um, the journey that people want to go on when it comes to um, when it comes to their returns, or at least uh, maintaining some type of uh, financial stability um, out there. Inflation, right? We've spoken about inflation quite a bit. Right. And uh, one of the things that we are trying to understand is uh, we understand how inflation works, at least from a, you know, day to day life, you know, type of manner. Um, the oil prices have really, um, I think, been a wonderful case study for anyone who wants to understand how inflation works, because we're literally seeing it happening in real time to say that once upon a time, fuel was 12 rand, 12 rand, 12 rand 50. But now people are paying over 20, 20 rand, um, you know, at the pump. We're literally seeing the fact that uh, just to fuel up 
it's costing us more money and it's translating to a higher transport prices, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to the world of, um, I guess, investment, right, is inflation something that is there um, to hurt our investments or is it something that is there, um, you know, that can help us when it comes to investments? How does it affect, you know, that, that part of the world when people are planning their portfolios? Absolutely. Um, I have to say, I think the most important challenge for any investor is inflation. And that can pose the biggest risk on your investment over time as well. Um, as we've seen um, lately, you know, I, I think almost apart from our inflation, the rest of the world's inflation is actually posing a, a bigger risk to, to our South African investors. But we've seen that um, you know, because we're in the emerging markets, uh, we are more proactive and sensitive uh, to inflation than our developed market um, economies that's way more stable. And we've seen that um, there was already interest rates since last year, November. We know that is also a bit of a structural shift um, as a result of, you know, supply distribution that was limited during COVID. And there wasn't a lot of consumer spending. But back to our reality, uh, given South Africa's position as a net oil importer, uh, international oil prices pose the largest upside threat to local inflation outlook, uh, particularly given the recent sanctions imposed on Russian oil supply by the United States. So if, if we see this conflict of the war in the Ukraine um, uh, intensifying or continuing, um, we will definitely see that, um, you know, there could be more sanctions against Russia's commodity markets, and this will definitely pose a risk on, on our core inflation um, going forward. So what's the impact on our investors? So for our investors, it's very important. To me, there's two things. When you look at your, in, your investment, you have to make sure that you outperform inflation uh, with your returns over time. Otherwise, um, buying power is restricted in future. And as a part of that, um, it's not only core inflation that's the important bit uh, within the investment world, but it's also for a client to understand their personal inflation basket. So what I mean by that, and you alluded to that um, just before, um, and it's also, how does all of this have an impact on your expenses every month? What is your liabilities? So the increase in the oil price, we've seen that in our fuel, if we fill up, um, it's, in, um, it's definitely um, um, a higher cost to your monthly living. And um, interest rates are moving upwards. Um, we've seen medical inflation moving uh, way higher than our core inflation. We all know that. So when we get to retirement or we plan for retirement, it's very important to take this personal basket of inflation into consideration because this will have a huge impact uh, on your withdrawal um, percentage and um, especially on the impact um, of your capital longevity uh, into the future. So when you're looking at, uh, I guess, looking at what's happened in the markets then um, with everything that's uh, going on, all the factors that you've just said, I think you, 
you even started off by saying that you know inflation can be you know one of the biggest headaches uh, for investors out there with that with that as some type of a backdrop then how do how have you seen i guess uh, the resilience if at all um of the markets right now since um we I, i'm trying to even think you know whether you whether we can use um the invasion of ukraine as a baseline or maybe we can start uh from the beginning of the year how are you finding uh you know the markets at the moment especially one as a place for people to be parking their money uh, but two as a place you know just in terms of uh, i guess volatility that's what a lot of investors tend to be worried about you know no one wants the wild swings you know that we've seen uh, in in past crises absolutely well let's just start with um you know the the war and the impact on ukraine it actually initially we didn't see a significant flight from a risk risky markets and asset classes which was quite interesting and from a south african perspective um the rand as well as the bond market uh, also held up uh, ground surprisingly well but um as time um you know carried on uh, in a in in a week later we could see um that there was significant more volatility in markets and that was local and global uh, and the reason for this specifically was um it it was more share driven than um you know with uh, companies having direct operations in Russia and R- Ukraine uh, and they were trying to actually exit those markets and and from there it, it's actually a very difficult one to do that uh, but that's that's actually that caused some of the volatility however we do see that um energy shares um gold and platinum group of metals uh, all of them are continuing actually to support the local uh, and global markets and on that point i think um the gold gold price and and gold um are also one of the things that extended support uh, to the south african market but in saying that um you know the impact of of the inflation uh, could could have a result of obviously interest rates increasing and for some clients you know fixed interest type of of instruments and and funds um and you you do take uh, income from that that is actually a good time for you to have um more income available to to you as a result of that but for our investment clients that have investment over a period of time it always is important to stay invested and as i said don't jump ship this is not the time it is the time to stay invested especially um to have an opportunity you know to move into a world of diversified portfolio if you're not in one already and um, it's always important to balance your um your defensive assets and your growth assets in your portfolio and we know there's a lot of volatility and there is volatility we've seen that also in the last two years but if you actually de-risk your investment you would have lost out on 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 the total um 
return back into uh, the same levels and higher. So it's very important to stay the course, to stay invested and have a well-diversified um, portfolio. If we just look at asset classes, perhaps you can hedge a bit of the inflation risk there through inflation-linked bonds. That's always an alternative. Um, but th these ones are, are good, especially we believe in the next six months or so, um, this will, will um, achieve good re returns for our clients. But in the long term, remember, inflation-linked bonds can also be very volatile and, and you do sacrifice a bit of, of returns uh, in the long term. So um, back to a summary then, I do believe stay in, in a well-diversified portfolio. Um, that is the best way to, to weather the markets, but also to stay the course and to make sure that you outperform inflation targets in the long term. All right. So apart from staying on the boat, which understandably um, is not always easy, um, especially in turbulent times, um, we see that, uh, you know, well-seasoned investors are the ones uh, that are able to ride out, you know, the peaks and the troughs of the markets, especially where they're really wild swings, because, you know, you sort of understand that over time, um, generally in the market, there tends to be um, an upward trend. Uh, but in the moment, it does feel as if, uh, you know, uh, there are big swings at the moment. One can even just think about uh, the... Chinese Chinese uh, crackdown on technology companies, which has been causing a lot of volatility, a lot of volatility in those stocks and uh, on the South African market through NASPAS because of Tencent uh, and all of those wild swings. But I guess staying invested over time, it's, it's easier said than done uh, for a lot of people. They just don't want to feel like they're losing anything. So just giving them that ability to say, okay, fine, you know, you can ride the storm out and just keep going and just, you know, wait it out. Um, you know, very hard thing to do. Apart from, uh, I guess, staying in the boat what are the strategies you know uh do we have out there for people um you know to stay to stay in there and at the same time is this a game you know at the moment with everything that's going on um who's said to benefit more because um you have retail investors you've got institutional investors whose whose game is it right now or is it uh you know everyone equal opportunity I would like to start with some research. I, I know it's very, very difficult to stay the course, and especially if you see there's a downturn in your investment value. But it's very important to stick to your financial plan uh, that you have set up with your financial advisor so that you do understand the long-term challenges um, and to stay the course. So just maybe um, for example, uh, there's been a, quite a lot of research done uh, in 2020 and 2021 uh, because of COVID and the impact of that. And we've definitely seen that um, clients were more active uh, in the investment world in the sense of um, they actually wanted more control over the investments over that period in tough time. And we saw that clients actually saved more. So, um, but the problem is, is switching. So that is the main um behavior change in times like this that we really want to limit. And I believe that 
almost the coaching component uh, from the advisor side is adding more value uh, to, to your client's portfolio than anything else. We've seen in research done by Momentum and the Pretoria University that there was 50% increase in switches on the Momentum Wealth platform over the last year. So the reason could be, yes, that we have fear that we want to move in more safe um, asset classes um, to, to get away from the volatility or to back yesterday's um, euros and good good returns. But what we've actually seen in that, that year is that clients lost uh, almost a, a, a big number. This is millions. And it's 3.5% of, of, of returns that they've actually lost as a result of, of this behavior that had an impact on the investments. So back to, back to who is benefiting um, in this environment, perhaps. I do believe that all investors are, are benefit or the beneficiaries of, of any any environment uh, in, in 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 the economy at the moment. So if we if we look at investing in unit trusts, for instance, you know. Um, the fund managers or your discretionary fund manager can negotiate um, institutional rights, and this is passed through to clients. So I do believe that that clients are also in in, in the same situation, and and it all depends. Depends, um, you know, where where you actually your platform, your discretionary fund manager, and how you advised on on your vehicles and your funds and all model portfolios that you do invest uh, in for the long term. So then, with 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 that in mind, is it then better for people to? be investing through someone um or you know is this uh <laughs> because a lot of people do wonder about something like that um and especially when you see uh the fact that the likes of easy equities um the the trading platform um that you know really popularized uh fractional share ownership and the like in south africa has over half a million um you know users on its platform just showing the interest that they at least is uh, you know, in the market. Um, so at the moment, is it better for people to uh, perhaps get some professional advice? Or, you know, are we confident that as long as a person knows the right, knows the right places um, to, to search for information that um, people can, you know, somewhat self-educate as long as they're serious about it? I would like to answer that in two ways. You know, um I always believe that um, there's entrepreneurs in investments and we find clients like that. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways how you can do that. If you want to look into shares and you've got a smaller amount, perhaps Easy Equities is your best solution because it's a lower cost solution and you've got an opportunity to seek your own opportunities in, in that way. But the moment when we, we say for long-term outcomes, um, for instance, like retirement or securing a certain, um, uh, you know, issues in your life like disability or, or uh, 
um, severe illness that could happen to you, uh, I, I believe you have to look uh, for a financial planner that can, can support you in planning for these events or then for uh, retirement and, and or specific needs that you have uh, in, in, in your life, lifetime. So what is important to me is, you know, um, what is the value of an advisor? Now, there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions around this, but I do believe this is a very professional um, industry that we, we are living in. And, and we, the important part is, is you are actually planning for somebody's life and not only their money. And therefore, it's important to make sure that you have good advice if you look into those. So, for instance, you know, if we look at clients, um, it's not always just the implementation of the funds that we actually look at initially, but it's more important to, to help your client to understand their behavior uh, towards getting um, to these outcomes. And the important one here is also, you know, to understand your personal, as I said, your personal uh, expenses and how you can manage that. If you plan for retirement, you know, there is specific liquidity positions that you want to put yourself in. You want to have um, knowledge and advice to reduce your tax liability in future. Um, these are all things that can help you um, at the end of the term when you have to look at a withdrawal rate that is currently now not higher than 45%. It is very important to manage your investment vehicles, your tax, uh, your liquidity position, and all of that, uh, though that, so that you do that way before you actually get to retirement, because that will definitely help you um, to have to be in a better position to um, curb uh, inflation, perhaps in future, um, lower growth, perhaps uh, over this period of time, and to manage, um, you know, the balance between volatility, inflation, your growth assets and your defensive assets. And it's important to have this advice for clients uh, in the future and also to help them to understand their own financial position uh, throughout their lifetime. Um, one of the things that I want us to maybe um, switch over to and um, get a sense of at the as we're rounding up the discussion, um, Sonia, is the fact that with everything that uh, we've spoken about today, um, you know, you've even brought in, you know, considerations around, you know, uh, the, the, you know, things like taxes, um, getting, you know, financial planners involved um, and everything is to say, we started off this conversation talking about being in the jaws of inflation. We characterized what the market, the environment um, is looking like right now. The factors that we are concerned about, particularly inflation, um, oil prices, etc., is this something that uh, is being looked at? Are these factors being looked at in the market as uh, sort of being short-term shocks to everything that's going on, particularly around Russia, Ukraine? Or uh, are some of these things just being seen as, okay, fine, we're coming out of a pandemic, so we should be expecting um, pressures on things like inflation uh, for the, what do you call this, uh, pressures on things like inflation uh, for the foreseeable future or for the long term? 
Um, as I've mentioned earlier, um, you know, the hike that we've seen um, in, in um, interest rates already uh, spoke to the inflation hike that we've seen as a result of the COVID um, period. But global inflation, you know, is a bigger risk over the short term uh, for South Africa and our inflation rate. But taking into consideration, you know, the high interest rate could uh, is more favourable for clients as well if we look at local bonds, uh, which will provide a higher yield in, in, in investment. So there's, there's good news to that too. And therefore, um, my point on diversification and having, having that in place. So in the short term, definitely, we, we, the oil prices will definitely um, have, a, have a huge impact uh, on, on us um, and especially uh, on, on potential interest rate hikes uh, in, in the near future. Um, in, in the long term, though, um, you know, there, there could be a downside risk on growth as, as a result of this higher global inflation. Um, and geopolitical conflict, you know, that, that can bring a longer term impact uh, on inflation for, for South Africa. No, most certainly it's going to be it's going to be something you know for us uh, for us to watch. Um, I guess all of it lends itself to um, what we were speaking about earlier on. You know, staying invested in the market, but also at the same time having that discernment uh, that I guess comes with the experience about uh, you know whether you know some some of the things that we read about or see um, in the markets is noise or whether something that's actually going to be fundamentally um, you know going to rock someone's portfolio or uh, fundamentally going to be an opportunity that um, people can uh, take advantage of. On the last point, uh, Sonia, your outlook uh, just around um, you know where things are going, and I guess some of the um, some of the issues that uh, investors continue to um, continue to face out there. Um, we've already touched on issues of interest rates. We've touched on inflation, etc. Um, just your outlook when you look into the crystal ball. You know, is there anything else that people should be concerned about, or at the moment, is it just the these factors uh, that uh, people should be worried about? I suppose there's always a couple of things that we need to take into consideration. Perhaps maybe let's just allude back to the, the oil price. Um, you know, that could be uh, something from short term to medium term. But um, as we see perhaps the Eurozone and, and the rest of the world, uh, finding alternatives uh, for energy sources or green sources, you know, um, they want to get away from the dependency of Russia. So I believe in the long term that could bring a correction in, in, the, in the oil price if there's sustainable sources of energy and it becomes available. Currently, um, it's important to, to be aware of, of low growth. Uh, low growth is, is something that, that we experience um, in, in South Africa at the moment. And the real reasons for that is obviously a result of high global inflation, but also our high unemployment, our uh, persistent energy supply constraints. So there is quite a lot of challenges there. But there's, there's also um, opportunity in, in the equity market returns in the next year. Um, it's likely to be driven 
by rewriting rather uh, than earnings. That is our prediction there. Um, and then from a property perspective, we, we know that that stays under pressure. Um, you know, there's sharp rises in operating costs, there's lower rental growth, uh, and we still see um, that component of the market uh, being under pressure. Um, from, from, a, uh, from a RAND perspective, we, we do believe that, you know, the RAND is pricing more or less uh, where we do, um, we do, do find that in the band of the RAND as we see it now. So that currently uh, is, is in place. And we do foresee, in, you know, going forward uh, that the inflation rate will stay between 4.5 and, and 6%. Although the growth um, is 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 low, so taking all of that into consideration, bond markets could could offer nice yields uh, in the foreseeable future. But but be not uh, you know if you look at at, at uh, offshore assets, um, you know there is there is limited growth there at the moment. But obviously, you know, with the RAND depreciation and, and um, inflation globally, uh, it's always important to, to stay, stay invested in those markets as well, uh, as they are uh, the bigger part of, of the world economy. So in, in a nutshell, then, I think that is, that's where we find ourselves in the current, current scenario. So that's been it. It was uh, really great talking about the type of boat, uh, you know, that uh, we need to be able to navigate uh, some of the uncertainty that's going on out in the world uh, right now. We were talking, uh, we were talking to Sonia Stein, who is the head of wealth management strategies uh, for the private wealth and business management unit over at uh, at a Consult uh, by Momentum, and she was giving us insight into like I said, the boats that we need, but more specifically, some of the strategies uh, that people could be employing at this time, because we want to take this conversation forward. Um, a lot of, we've been talking quite a bit about all of the pressures that are on consumers, businesses, investors, um, because of what's going on in the world, particularly um, the inflation risk uh, over the last couple of months. And uh, Sonia is coming in to give us some of the more practical elements of how people can uh, design uh, their portfolios, you know, to help to rage, hedge some of the risk, uh, some of the factors that people should be paying, um, you know, close attention to. Uh, there's the inflation issue, which is, uh, you know, quite well articulated, but also issues around, uh, you know, Russia, Ukraine, uh, things around the oil prices, um, interest rates, and then also talking, you know, towards the end about all the other factors. We always call them the universal factors. Uh, that people need to be concerned about unemployment, um, energy crisis over in South Africa, um, the, the way the RAND is sitting. And uh, she's also uh, then talking about the different markets that people could be invested in, um, you know, whether it's unit trust, whether it's the bond market, um, you know, maybe some type of offshore investment. Uh, one of the big messages that she then drives is to say that, you know, staying invested is important, uh, you know, despite uh, some of the short-term volatility uh, that people then see, you know, it's important to always have a sober mind and to know that, you know, none of this stuff forever. So, Sonia, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much for the opportunity. 
This is Mudiwa's Take. We've heard this message time and time again, the message of being of staying invested, um, even through, you know, some of the rough patches, some of the rough times. Right. And it's very easy when people see, uh, you know, some of the wild swings in the market, why people would want to jump ship um, if we're going to be continuing with our boat analogy. But, you know, that is literally the nature of the markets. It's like sailing um, in any ocean or any waters at some point there will be turbulence there will be rough waters rough seas but um, as long as you've built a strong enough boat and in this particular case a strong enough portfolio uh, then you should be able to ride out uh, some of the more choppy waters you know and uh, you know make it to your destination Uh, your destination is obviously uh, self-defined around um, the type of uh, financial goals that uh, you have for yourself but it does lend itself to just staying calm in the markets because it's not um, always easy. Because if one can think about the last, let's say, 30 years, right, and we say that uh, the market generally went up because the likes of uh, Warren Buffett um, from Berkshire Hathaway have benefited uh, from investments that have grown over decades, right? If someone invested in, let's say, Coca-Cola back in 1990, um, maybe not even Coca-Cola, but, you know, in the market, maybe, uh, you know, the NASDAQ, maybe the uh, S&P 500, whatever it is, back in 1990, the JSE All Share, um, obviously, there would have been periods of turbulence along the way. One can think about um, the um, the uh, it should have been the inflation crisis that happened um, in the 90s that started out in uh, you know that started out in Japan uh, the volatility that started there uh, Y2K that came just at the turn of the millennium and all the all the shocks and all of the uncertainty that was around uh, technology investing and you know Y2K compliance and all of that stuff the 2008 global financial crisis um, the housing bubble when it burst COVID-19 you know, just over the last couple of years. And now uh, we've got this stuff with Russia and Ukraine. And along the way, there have been other shocks uh, that have happened along the way, you know, that we haven't even mentioned yet. But someone who had invested um, in some of those markets in 1990 and just stayed invested until now would have reaped um, the benefits of compounding returns over time. But it would have been very easy um, at the height of any of these crises to just feel like um, it's never going to get better and that you know someone needs to literally exit jump ship get on the lifeboat and you know take whatever losses that they have so perhaps that is the message to simply say that if people are going to be investing um, then a long-term view tends to be quite important or at least being firm uh, about uh, the type of goals you know that a person has for their own portfolio uh, the type of goals that a person has you know for what they want their investments to do for them And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight. 
which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. Thank you.